everybody, it's episode 23 of Monkey Mode, presented by Super the Hardest. So today we've got a little bit of a cheat episode. Uh, Dave and I recorded this last week. Uh, we did something different. We did kind of a live stream via Twitch and then posted posted it to our YouTube page. If you want to follow us on Twitch, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash mojomenace. we got too many names going on, don't you think? Right? Mojo Menace, Super the Hardest, Monkey Mode. What the fuck's going on? Uh, we're going to have to work on branding. Anyway, uh, you can also find us on YouTube just by searching YouTube uh, Mojo Menace. Uh, just Google search it. It'll come right up. It's the first thing. Uh, we've got our movie there. We've got uh, and this video of Dave and I talking about eShop games. Um, we're going to try to do this a little more often, hopefully. Um, it was fun, um, and hopefully we'll get better at it. Uh, there, <laughs> I had to cut some stuff out. There was some like a wacky intro where it was just us fumbling with the camera and with the audio, and then my wife comes in and tells Dave she's got a bag of carrots for him. So uh, enjoy uh, the the funky cuts. But anyway, um, let me know how you like it. Um, email us, mailbag at mojomenace.com. Anyway, uh, here are Dave and I talking about eShop games. So Enjoy. talk about eShop games. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, we're we're going to try to do this regularly, right? We're going to try to get together maybe yeah. if we can once a week. We we already failed the first week, but Yeah. And next week I'm going to see Hamilton, so <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting jobbed again for Hamilton now. <laughs> Sorry. Good lord. Okay. So, um uh, if you can't catch this live, we're going to try to archive it on YouTube. I can't promise that my... I, I've never done any of this before. And and we just literally thought of it today. Yeah. No, uh, I think it... Let's see. So we spent... Uh, you and I spent the last half hour trying to whip this shit together. Well, it was mostly you. I just kind of sat and... I got the audio going. All right. So we're going to... If, yeah, if, yeah. if people aren't able to tune in live, uh, I'm going to archive the video... Uh, on uh, on YouTube, if I can figure that out, I'm pretty sure I can. And then you are you are go- you've got the audio going, and then yep. you'll give it to me. We'll cut it into a podcast. It's going to be great. Oh man, yeah. it's going to be awesome. And I'll cut out all that bullshit from like the first three minutes. We hadn't talked about it, but are we releasing this as a super the hardest episode? No, we'll keep this, this monkey mode monkey for now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, like I said, we thought of it this afternoon, whipped it together in a half hour. So this is going to be pretty. You know, paper clips oh, and, and and rubber bands and and whatnot. And Mo is uh, overseas. Mo is overseas. He's in Italy. He's in Italy, which is uh, which is pretty sweet. Um, we're not allowed to disclose. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's just in Italy. Yeah. He's <laughs> he, he's a spy. Let's yeah. just leave it at that. He's here. stationed in Italy right now. Um, I just realized the backdrop shows like just a whole bunch of like That's board awesome. games, but also yeah. like just a whole bunch of shitty kids books and. Uh, my wife's absurd John Sanford collection. She hasn't read um, probably eighty percent of those. Um, well, the deal is, uh, no, no night prey, no winter prey, no silent prey. 
So what, what happened there is that she read a couple John Sanford books, and my um, my mom caught wind of it, and she's like, oh, you like John Sanford. Uh, so it was like every birthday, Christmas, whatever, for the next five years, my mom would buy her a John Sanford book. What You know, to her credit, trying to be thoughtful. Yeah. Um, but Christine's just like, I can't read all these, like, I don't like him that much. You know. What's with all the prey in the title? I'm just realizing that that's almost his, everyone. Yeah, that, that's his. That's uh, specific that's his theme. Yeah, okay. yeah. Remember, like Danielle Steele in the '80s. Do you remember? She yeah. was like the. Didn't she write like the smut books? Basically, yeah. They're, yeah. Um, and they're all I don't know. I don't know. A for anus and, <laughs> and B for <laughs> boobies. I, I don't know. But it's kind of like Nailed that. It. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, my mom read them all. Um, but anyway. So, uh, yeah, enjoy looking at my, our weird book collection back there. Um, anyway. Next time I'll move it over that way and people can see that farther down. Yeah. Yeah. The camera (laughs) placement was a challenge this evening. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about eShop stuff. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So, um, the eShop. Uh, Nintendo, I think, uh, the Switch, if there's one thing that they are excelling at, it has got to be the indie games. Oh, yeah. I would say almost too much. <laughs> like, I can't keep up. No, I can't either. There's so many. Um, I've, got, I've never had a list this long of games that I want to buy, I don't think. Right. I've, I, so they've got a pretty cool, um, a pretty cool, uh, uh, you, you can add stuff to your wish list, right? So if, you know, like any good store does, um... You can if you don't want to buy it right away, you can add it to your wish list. I'm pretty sure using the wish list yet. I should uh, look into that. You should, yeah. Uh, my wish list, I think, is about 40 games long at this point. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So not only do they have like and you, the, you buy a significant amount of games already. I do. I try to be a little more disciplined these days because I just I'm I, time. I don't have time, and and uh, it, I don't know. Just life catches up with you. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of good games coming out, not just on the Switch either. Right, exactly. Um, so I've got a pile of games. Not only do they have cool indie games, but they also have like uh, they have uh, arcade archives and the Neo Geo collection. And what's what's the name of the guy that that uh, Johnny Turbo? Yeah, Johnny Turbo. Yeah, Johnny Turbo's I don't know arcade something or other. <laughs> I still yeah. need to buy Johnny Turbo's Bad Dudes. <laughs> I bought the very first one just to check it out, and while I thought the uh, the I forget the Gate of Doom, I think it was called, I thought it performed. Gate of Doom? Yeah, I thought it looked right. okay. I'd never heard of it, but I thought it looked okay. It looked it played well enough on the Switch, but the game's garbage. And uh, and it was eight bucks, and I was like, I just paid eight bucks for a for you know yeah. something that you should just. It's one of those games that you would play on Mame for like five minutes and be like, okay, next. Yeah, next game. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so we're going to talk about, I think, mainly indies, though. Uh, uh, Switch yeah, indies. Yeah, Sushi Striker is the only one. Oops, spoiler alert. We're going to talk about Sushi Striker. Oh, we are. Oh, okay. Oh, we don't have to. No, we totally yeah, did can. Did we talk about it on the on the regular podcast? I'm sure we did because it's been out yeah, for... I think so, yeah. But, you know... It's worth mentioning. It you is forced me to buy it. So. it well, it is a uh, high contender for game of the year. No, no, not in your book. It's, I think it's fun. Yeah. But I, it's hard for me not to see 
how it's not just like a complicated phone game. Yeah. Okay, fair. Like you you can't play that game on your TV. No, no, you probably I mean you can. You could. You shouldn't. I mean, you're, you I have, have the ability to, yeah, but I there's have. no way you should be using a controller for that No, game. I have played it on my TV, and I was like, uh, it's this is pretty pretty tough. And then... You go fast, too. Yeah, and then I, I moved it over to uh, to handheld mode, and it was, it was way better. Um, apparently, the 3DS version is the way to go. Like, that's the business. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody, all, every review that I have read said, get the 3DS version. I guess because you just use your stylus and... Yeah. Yep. Can, yeah, I can the, see that. They said it's a way better it's experience. Too. Yeah, um, but anyway, uh, I still love it. I li- I I think it's there's a story mode that's that's super, like, like intense. You know, like it, oh, it's yeah, like a it's little fun. anime and everything, yeah. And, yeah. and it's super funny. And they actually have like cutscenes. Yeah, are longer. Yep, and there there's the, I forget what the story is, but it's something about like sushi's been outlawed or something, and <laughs> now these these freedom fighters are. You know, you know I've know. been soaking up that story, John. <laughs> yeah, I know how you are about story. <laughs> mm. So anyway, I love Sushi Striker, um, and you can get it these days for under thirty bucks. Yeah, if you, I think, if, I, I, think I bought it for thirty. Yeah, if you, uh, if you're patient enough, you can get it for under thirty bucks. So, uh, but let's go to the indies. Yeah. Um, so I've got our set list there on the floor, just like we're in a band. Uh, Feels so cool. <laughs> Uh, the first game I want to talk about is Minute, um, which is which is an awesome game. Um, uh, but there's one thing uh, we should get out of the way immediately, and that is the game is ten dollars, and it will last you uh, under two hours to play through the which entire. I haven't, game. Even, I haven't even seen anything about the game other than you telling me that that it was good. It and it's great. Worth the eight bucks. It yeah. So I I got a like a pre order sale. I think it was. 15% off or something so I, I paid like 850 or something um but it's really cool so it's it's a completely black and white game um and it looks like uh Link's Awakening oh. uh, for the Game Boy yeah right um it, it's got that kind of top-down Zelda vibe but it really looks like Link's Awakening you're on kind of this island thing and the gimmick behind the game is it's called Minute uh, you have a minute to play before you die. And when you die, you get reset back to your last checkpoint. Oh, okay. So you've got 60 seconds to do what you're going to do. Oh, to get to the next checkpoint? Yeah, oh, not necessarily. To just to make something happen or get a little further. Okay. And then, and then, so like you get to a spot, you push a block or whatever, or you, you unlock a door or you find that key you've been looking for. And then you die, right? Okay. And and the other the other thing is, um, it's got a cool feature um, that you'll you'll start to use more as you get the hang of the game and you move along. Uh, is you will um, or or you can um, you can just kill yourself. Like you can just hit a button and you're, you're, you'll you'll oh, reset. So once you'll you reset. The key, you yeah, twenty seconds. Left yeah, and, and, I'm not gonna do anything else. Exactly. Oh, so okay. it has it in in that regard. It it respects the player's time, so you don't just have yeah. to wait out the clock every time, right? Um, very clever. Lots of puzzles. Lots of like, I, don't, I wouldn't even call it humor. It's just a. It's it's a. It's a really quirky kind of personality, and there's there's a there's a little underlying story. 
like a, the mystery of this island and what or, uh-huh. or this this area or whatever it is kind of un, un uh, unveils itself over the course of your two hours of playtime. So do they do they say anything about the gimmick of dying every minute or no? It's, it's more about like what you're doing. It. Yeah, and it's made by Devolver, right? It is published yet yeah, by Devolver. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you own any other Devolver game, you automatically get fifteen percent off, which I think is an awesome. Uh, program that yeah, they do. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, because there are a lot of really great Devolver games. We have a couple more on our list, I think. We do. We do. So if you can get past the um, the hang-up of uh, paying $10 for a game that a playthrough is going to last you under two hours, uh, I totally recommend It's one of my favorite games I've played all year. There are incentives for going back and playing again. There are more secrets you can find, more items you can find. You can try to speed run this biatch, you know, if that's your <laughs> thing, you know. Um, but but I, I have no regrets paying. I mean, I paid eight fifty. I would have totally paid the full full on 10 bucks. I, I, I hem and haw so much over games that are like eight bucks. Yeah. But then I'll go downtown and eat lunch. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, you spend twenty bucks, eleven yeah. bucks, and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. It's yeah. lunch. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This game, is, it's genius. Like, I, I would, if they make a sequel or another game in this style, I would pick it up, no questions asked. I, I love little games like this, like ones that I can, I can whip through in a very short amount of time, but have a really good experience. Yeah, it's a fun experience. Yeah. I mean, I've I've paid like or something. Yeah, I've paid more more money for games I've enjoyed less. So yeah, no kidding. Um, so yeah, uh, minute M I N I T, uh, really awesome game. Dave, you are up with the game. Uh, this is one game that everybody's just raving about. Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow Knight. It, mm-hmm. Um, so I had a a friend tell me to buy it, and it was on sale. I just saw it on sale in the eShop for nine bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, it was like nine ninety, which huh. I think is ridiculous for how much game you get. Yeah, it's the regular price is fifteen. Yeah, uh, I so I can't. I just came off of Dark Souls three, and I had beaten that, but I spent like fifty plus hours on it. Right. So I was like, oh, I want to get a shorter game, something that I'll that I can kind of whip through. And my friend was like, oh, you got to get Hollow Knight. It's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea that he spent fifty hours playing Hollow Knight. Uh, so it took, it took me, I beat it, but it took me like 40 hours and I didn't get everything that I needed to get or everything that I could have done. It's a fun game. It's yeah. hard. It's yeah. kind of Dark Souls-ish. Right. So, and that's, I guess that's what kind of kept me away from it. So I haven't played it. Yeah. Um, and I, I enjoyed Dark Souls. I enjoy, well. I enjoy Dark Souls when, like, you and I play it together. Yeah. Or one night, like, Klaus came over and we played Bloodborne together. Yeah, which And that was awesome. probably the most yeah, fun, fun I've ever had playing Bloodborne. You know, it's... it's uh, When I'm just sitting there pounding my head up against the wall, uh, it, that's not as fun for me. Something clicks with me. Like, yeah. I am going to beat this boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, at the same time, I spent two weeks on the same boss, probably trying 20 times a night. Yeah. Uh, and then I found out that I could summon other people to help me beat the boss, and it would have been way easier. But yeah, oh well. I, uh, Funky T pointed that out to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's he doing? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so uh, somebody I was watching a, uh, a, a live stream last night that a friend of mine does. It's a show called uh, Game Huggers, 
And one of the guys on the show uh, made this point. He goes to Japan quite a bit. Um, and he was talking about how, in his experience, like Japanese folks, they they don't play games to necessarily beat them. Like they play them to just get through them, right? Yeah. And to, you know, and, and as a result... Uh, or and, and as where Americans are like, okay, I got this backlog, I need to pound through it. And as a result, the Americans probably don't experience, you know, just this is a generalization, obviously, but he's just saying that, you know, it seems like Americans don't focus on experiencing the world as much as maybe, um, you know, Japanese folks do um, because they don't focus on beating it you know, finishing the game, they're just like, once they feel like they've experienced enough of the game, they're like, okay, and then they put it on the shelf and they go on. Um, So that's how I kind of used to be. Like, I would get to a certain point and I'd be like, okay, I've done it. What's next? Um, But now I'm, I'm like, since my time's so limited, I want to, I just pound through the games as quickly as I can. I put it on easy. I bust through it, shelve it, next game, right? So like um, Yakuza. I love those games, but I get to a point in those games where I like I'm like I can't just yeah, you're ready to be done. I can't just go to the arcade and play uh play hang on anymore. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get through this damn game. So anyway, I had a point here and now I'm forgetting what it is. Oh, so it's like for me, uh like games like Dark Souls and and Hollow Knight, which is what we're mm-hmm. uh, supposed to be talking about, I guess. Um I know I'm not gonna get through them. I'm I'm like I I just don't have the patience to sit here and I've got I've got shit waiting in my backlog, like yeah. I, you know, so that's kind of why I skipped Hollow Knight. I mean, ex- experience-wise, the level design is awesome. The character yeah. design is pretty awesome. I love the animations for the villains and or mm-hmm. the bad guys, whatever. This is kind of like a Metroidvania, yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot oh. of backtracking. That ah. was the, that was the one thing that was annoying to me is there wasn't enough fast travel spots. Oh yeah, I would okay. spend like. 15 minutes just getting to a fast travel spot knowing that I had to go check somewhere. Yeah. I would go there, hit a dead end and be like, oh crap, I still need to get this thing that's over who knows where and I'd fast yeah. travel back and it was like a lot of back and forth. Right. That's um, my one complaint. It needed about twice as many fast travel spots. And, uh, people and seem to like that. So. MC's in the chat room. He says, play shorter games. Hollow Knight is long. <laughs> uh, I know. So uh, welcome to the to, to the chat room. We've got like eight people in here. Nice. Uh, so Pickle Friction, hey. Uh, That's crazy. Now, now, I, for, I forgot that we were live. Gelwood. Gelwood. How do you pronounce it? In the chat room. Tell me how you pronounce your name. B-G-H-E-L Wood. Gelwood. Um, yeah, he says uh, try Darkest Dungeon if you enjoy beating your head against the wall, which <laughs> nice. I which I don't. Right. So I've I heard do. good things about that I game. I do. I'll I've heard, try it. I've heard good things about Darkest Dungeon. So anyway, Hollow Knight, you finished it though. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, and it took you. Mm, it was about forty hours. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, that's 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 significant for yeah. a fifteen dollar game. Yeah, I know. And mm-hmm. so when it's on sale for nine bucks, it's like yeah, even yeah. if you play ten hours. Yeah. I think it's worth it. It's buck an hour. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, so what's up next? I can't read my writing. Oh. Sorry. I should say that on mic. You. Uh, bomb Chicken. Yeah. This is a game that I had high hopes for. So what's the premise? Is like Bomberman? No. No. Okay. It's, a, it's a side-scroller um, kind of puzzle platformer. So that means it's not just strictly running and jumping and bashing. It's yeah. like you get into an area and you have to kind of try to figure your way out of the area, right? Yeah. Um and um 
it looks amazing. Like it is a really cool styled game. I love the cartoony style. Um, uh, Hellwood is fine. Okay, we're going to call... Oh, that's Wedge. Wedge, I remember you. You were around quite a bit. Anyway, Hellwood is, oh, is really Wedge. Hellwood? Yeah, yeah, Hellwood, yeah. But uh, but uh, he was uh, he was Wedge uh, he, when he used to... I think he used to write letters and stuff. Anyway. Nice. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, we were talking about Bomb Chicken. So anyway, I love the style of it. I love how cartoony and goofy it is. And something about big fat chickens laying bombs is funny to me right yeah like like the aesthetic of the game is really cool um and it's really fun you know it's a funny game um and i think it it so the theme is kind of like uh what was that movie chicken run you know where chickens are trying to escape from whatever i love that movie so this is like a chicken a chicken's like breaking out of a chicken plant you know where they basically just raise chickens and whatever and uh and it, it, it remember um Oddworld, Abe's. Odyssey. I never got into those games. I mean, I I know I know what you're talking about. So it's got kind of that vibe where you're running through, or you're going through like a warehouse or a factory kind of thing. This is I, w- I would assume a chicken factory, you're right? Making it sound good, like a death What's, factory. What, no, no. Okay, like so what, what made you not like it? So so it's kind of like that. And it looks great. It plays really well. It controls awesome. It's just after a while, I was like, I get it. Yeah. Like, yep. It's. Oh, it's this again, right? There's no real draw to, to yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you, you you the chicken lays bombs, and that's that's pretty much his only function, right? He moves back and forth, and then you know lays bombs, and that's how he goes up. Like he it, he stacks bombs really. So as he stacks them, he goes higher and higher, and that's how you get to the higher platforms. Oh, okay. And then it explodes, and or anything in its path blows up, including you if you get in in, in mm-hmm. the way of the bomb. Um. And uh, <laughs> uh, MC thought we were still talking about Hollow Knight. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, you uh, never found the chicken MC? Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, and and that's all great. And it and it works really well for a while until you're just, like I said, you get it. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I'm done. How much was it? Uh, so it I think it started at 50. This, so th- this was the funny thing. The game come, came out in July. By August, it was on sale for like I think I got it for eight bucks. Oh, okay. Um, so I jumped on it because at fifteen bucks, I was like, "It looks great. I don't, yeah. I don't have time to play it right now, so I'll wait." And I put it on my wish list, and then it went on sale for like eight bucks. I'm like, "Bam! I'll take mm-hmm. that." And whew, it was just—I mean, it's not a bad game. It's a fun game. It's just I hope you really like the hook of the gameplay because that's all there is, really. Anyway, I played it for. I don't know, four hours before I was just like, okay. Yeah. Good enough for me. That's a fair amount. All right. Oh, so this one is one that I bought and I was super psyched to play, but I got caught up doing other shit, so I didn't start it. Iconoclasts. Oh, yeah. I am playing through that right now. I've heard mixed reviews. Mm. I'm having fun. I Mm. like it. I am not paying attention to the story. I've heard the story is almost complete gibberish. Oh, okay. Well, like hard, like hard to follow, like and just up its own ass. There, it's a there's a lot of story. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. they let you skip the talk. Like, there's a button to even skip just talking to characters. There's yeah. been a few things that I think I've had to look up because I think a character told me what I needed to do, <laughs> yeah. and I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, you're bad with story. Oh yeah, yeah, I really want you to play the Yakuza games, but I feel like you're just gonna skip <laughs> no, all. I the, would be gone. You're gonna skip the beauty of it all. 
I don't know. You forced me to... Well, you didn't force me. You encouraged me to play Uncharted 4, I think. Yeah. And not skip any cutscenes. Yeah. And now if I know a game is not going to be that long... Like God yeah. of War. I'm watching all the cutscenes and I'm like... and I'm You're like, enjoying it? Yeah. I don't think I have a choice if I watch the cutscenes in God of War or not. Right, but right. I, but I don't mind them at all. Yeah. And I think the story is interesting. And there was, there's been a couple moments where I was actually... A little intrigued? Actually, a little bit drawn in. Like, God oh. of War, you're, you're going around with your son. Yeah. At one point, he gets lost in the fog, and you can, like, hear him shouting for you, but you don't know where he is. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of stressed me out a little bit. Because yeah. I've been, like, following the story. Right. Where normally I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Stupid kid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid bastard. So, yeah. The the gameplay is really fun. I like. Oh, we're, the oh, we're back to Iconoclast now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It reminds me a little bit of... Um, there was a 3DS game, Locks Quest, I think. Yes. Where the guy has a wrench and you build things. Yep, yep, I remember that. For some, I mean, it, it kind of, I know the gameplay is really different, but it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, it's, I can, I remember that. It's yeah. attempting to be a Metroidvania, and I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's more a puzzle platformer. Iconoclast. Yeah, there's not a lot mm. of backtracking. Okay, puzzle platformer. So. I was hoping this is just like a side-scrolling like action game. No, oh, no, no. There's puzzles involved that you got to figure out. Okay. You get new weapons, and then so it's a little bit Metroidvania in a way where you get a new weapon and you got to figure out how to get out of a room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's twenty bucks. Worth it. It's beautiful game. I'd wait for it to go a little bit on sale. I think I bought it on sale. Okay. 15. Oh. <laughs> 15. Strike when it's 15. <laughs> That's, That's Dave's that, judgment. That $5. <laughs> <laughs> Buy that skip, cup of coffee. Skip the extra falafel in your in your pita. All right, so here's another one that I have yet to play. Um I haven't I haven't purchased. Um There is I feel like I, I love that I love the fact that there are indie games that that indie games are such a big thing, but I feel like every indie game that gets released, I either hear the words Metroidvania, roguelike, randomly generated, eight or sixteen bit graphics, mm-hmm. and I'm like, give me something new. Yeah. So even though I've heard great things about Dead Cells, which is what we're going to talk about, yeah. um, I heard, I'm pretty sure I heard all of those things, and and I was like, eh, nope. Yeah, the reviews were really good. Everybody loves this game. I think for me, if it's a roguelike game where you have the possibility of actually having an ending, yeah. And it's not just see how far you can get. Mm-hmm. I like that better. Yeah, that's that. But there, it's super hard because we're gonna. We also have on the list Enter the Gungeon, mm-hmm. and it's and that got me really into like a roguelike game where there is an end in sight, but mm-hmm. there's no way I'm gonna be that game. But I've played a lot yeah. of time trying. Yeah, and I had and I'm having fun playing it. So it, we'll see. I got Dead Cells last night. I played for maybe 20 minutes, so I didn't get very far at all. All right, not enough to form an opinion. Yeah, not enough. The jumping was a little bit weird. 
That's my only opinion so far. I paid full price. It was twenty five dollars. Wow. I'm a rebel. Look at you. Uh you're you're pretty uh pretty uh thrifty with your cash as well. So I know. Pretty pretty I have I've had my eye on dead cells for a while. All right. Um, okay. Uh Cosmic Star Heroine. Uh this game I love. I've been waiting to play this for a long time. Um I might even own it on Steam, actually. Um, but uh when it came out on Switch, I was like, bam. I'm buying it. Uh, it's it's 15 bucks. It's an RPG, 16-bit uh, style, but in the traditional RPG kind of vein, right? So, uh, like uh, like think Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Chrono Trigger was like action RPG, wasn't it? No, it was straight up turn-based. What? Yeah, yeah. What am I thinking of? Uh, Secret of Mana. Yeah, I guess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was action. That was yeah, action yeah, RPG, right? I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, it's been right. years since I've played it. Anyway, uh, we're derp. That's what we are. Um, anyway, uh, so Cosmic Star Heroine is a, uh, by all accounts, a short RPG. So it's like about 12 hours long. I'm about halfway through it, so I'm nice. six hours in. Um, it's a sci-fi uh, kind of Blade Runner-ish, um, Blade Runner-ish uh, vibe, right? Um, uh, starring uh, this, this uh, she's like a cop, basically, like a future cop uh, named uh, Alyssa, I believe is her name. And uh, uh, stuff goes down, Dave. There, there's a, there's a, there's a rebellion group, like who's. You already know I'm not going to pay attention to the story. Yeah, yeah. So you can tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, there's a, there's like a rebellion, you know, like this whole group that they're fighting the man, and they seem like terrorists, but shocker, they might be the good guys. So, so when you're playing these games, yeah, a game like this, and mm-hmm. you're going through the story, yeah, do you have these moments where you're like, holy crap? I had no idea that was going to happen. Not in this game. But has there been games like, sure, yeah, like, yeah. like RPGs like that? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's be honest, though. These games aren't really known for their impeccable writing. But yeah. Um, but this game, though, Cosmic Star Heroine, is, uh, is actually has really good writing. And it's it's clever. It's funny. Um, uh, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. But at the same time, you know, there's a slight bit of gravity i suppose you know it's not over the top but what's really cool about it the battle system's awesome like just how it works um you've got smooth yeah well it's it's all turn-based but um you've got um you've got a series of attacks that you can pull in and out of your arsenal so you can kind of customize customize this the attacks that you go into battle with Mm -hmm. um and many of those you can only use once per battle right so you kind of have to plan accordingly and then you can recharge those but it's like a defense like a defense turn so you basically sit there and waste a turn if you want to recharge your attacks oh sure then there's also like this um uh, power-up system so you kind of want to save certain attacks for when your character is powered up so you can do like massive damage right um so it's really cool, really fun, um, and it and and the uh, the battles are not random, so you can actually see your car- the enemies on the screen, so you can choose if you want to kind of go around them or oh, not. I like that. I love that. Um, as much as I love like old school uh, Dragon Quest games and whatnot, random battles, 
the worst. Um, but anyway, uh, you don't so fight a slime for the one thousandth time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Cosmic Star Heroine, if you are a fan of old school RPGs and uh, but you don't have the time to play them, this is the game for you. And it's right. really it's really cool. A lot of cool ideas. A lot of cool like I mean, it looks great. It looks like th- what really drew me to it is. Uh, the creators said that they uh, were trying to create a game that looks like an old-school uh, TurboGrafx CD or Sega CD game. Which is um, right up your alley. That's me. That's me. So it's uh, by a company called Z-Boyd Games. Uh, they made a they made a couple other games, but I'm forgetting. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, they, they, it's a, I think it's like two guys, um, and it's a very small team, but they've made a couple really cool games. Um Overcooked the, 2. I was looking at the set list. Overcooked 2. Uh, this one's a $25 joint. Um, Oof. Really? 25 yep, bucks? Yep. I mean, I played a lot of Overcooked 1, mm-hmm. and I would say it was that's worth $25. So Th- This game is better than Overcooked 1. How is it better? It's got a... It's got like this... Remember the overworld for the um, original game in the story mode? Yeah, it looked like a giant board game with like a food truck on it. Yeah. This one's way cooler. It's more oh, involved. Okay. It's got like hidden areas. Oh, um, nice. That's it, cool. The game also, the difficulty doesn't ramp up as quickly in the story mode. Like for me, I felt like once we got to like the fifth or sixth, uh, you know, stage, it became just brutal. You yeah. know, especially if you're just playing casually with like my family or something. Yeah. And we'd be like, well, I guess we're going back to level two because we can't get past yeah. level five. I had a friends over. We played the first one. Yeah. We had all four of us playing and like we were yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, watch that light. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. I love oh, that yeah. you're sitting on a couch yelling at each other. Yeah. This like this that. one is way more balanced as far as difficulty goes. Okay. There's more stuff to unlock. There are more characters. There are more levels. There are bonus levels where you can earn extra stars to unlock other levels yeah. and stuff. Um, and I will definitely get it on the Switch because I had it on the PS4 yep. and it's such a Switch game. Yep, it totally is. Um, still, like the original Overcooked, if you're going to play it by yourself, don't bother. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, it... it it's it's no fun no, trying to play this by not. yourself. Oh, and it is a multiplayer game. And honestly, like, play with more than two players too. Yeah, can you can you play online for this? You can play online. Okay. So you, you can play, and you can play a combination of couch and uh, online. So you can have two people on your couch playing oh, with nice. like two okay. people online. Yeah, yeah, they've really uh, done a good job with this. It'd I think it's hard not to do voice chat if you're playing online with yeah, somebody else because yeah. you kind of have to take. Right, you have to call out what you're doing and stuff. Yeah, which is I don't know. We'll we'll find out what the Switch's online service is like, but I I don't have a lot of confidence. When does that launch? Uh, in a couple of weeks, apparently. Um, I don't know. That's the subscription service I'm gonna have to pay for. Twenty bucks a year. Yeah, it'll be worth yeah. it. And you get all those. Uh, supposedly get all those free ish. I guess they're not free. You're paying for the subscription, but yeah. you get all those NES games. With and did you see they added online capabilities for all those games? Yeah, so they will anytime they release one. That's pretty sweet. That is pretty cool. Um, Enter the Gungeon. So I have this one, but my kid bought it. It's more his game. I haven't even touched it. Oh, I really like it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I mean it is a roguelite, randomly is, uh, generated. This is another uh, Devolver game, yes? Yeah. The th- the thing about the randomly generated is that each room was created by the people who made the game. They just randomly generate when you get in a room. 
Mm-hmm. So the first level has maybe a hundred rooms to choose from, but you're only going to hit like 20 of them every time you play through the level. Yeah. So you never know what room you're going to get in. Um, it's a top down, uh, kind of shoot 'em up, right? So yeah, it, 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 like is Smash it a TV bullet? Is it hell. a twin stick kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's fun. Hard it's though. So hard. Yeah. I have played for. I don't know. I just looked on my Switch. Thirty-five hours or more. Holy crap, Dave! And I have not finished level two. <laughs> what? So. <laughs> No, I finished. I finished level two with two or three times. <laughs> Nevertheless, yeah. How so, long are the levels? Uh, the first one I can get through in like fifteen minutes, maybe. <laughs> Thirty-five <laughs> hours. See, this is so where I, I I can't like like uh, okay. The Switch. I spend so much more time playing games now because yeah. I'll just play it handheld when we're watching whatever. Like I rewatched Parks and Rec recently. Right. I don't need to pay real attention to that show. It's just kind of on. Yeah. So yeah. I played Switch. Wow. Okay. All right, man. I trust you. It was. It's definitely worth whatever I paid for. I don't know how much it is. Oh yeah. Let me look it up quick. I, I think it's only like ten, fifteen bucks. Um. But really, so you? How many levels are there? Like I think there's only five. Okay. All right. So. It's 15 bucks. Yeah, so the way it works is... There's the, like a jump or roll uh, f- uh, ability too, right? Yeah, Something so like that. if you're getting hammered with bullets, you can roll through them. Mm-hmm. Or you get a couple of clear the screen. You get like two clear the screen things. Right, right. Like a bomb attack yeah. or something, yeah. Um, and the way it works is that you can eventually unlock an elevator that'll take you straight to whatever level you're on. Yeah. But the only way you can unlock that that elevator is if you beat the boss of your last level without getting hit. Oh, so like well, the level, what? The level one boss I yeah. beat without getting hit, and then I yeah. got a special pass to, that I can go straight to level two. Okay. I okay. have not done that from two to three yet, and I have tried many, many times. <laughs> That's nuts. Because the bosses are randomly generated too, so there's like... Each level has three or four bosses that you could e- that you could hit. Mm-hmm. So some are easier than others. Yep. It's pretty fun. I got sucked in. But that's yeah. kind of what I was saying is like all of a sudden I like those games now. Yeah. Where I start back at the beginning. I never thought I would at all. I, I haven't acquired a taste for them. I like the idea that there's an end, but even if I never even see it. Like Enter the Gungeon, I've definitely hit the point where I'm like, eh. I've I experienced it. Yeah, 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 I feel good where I'm at. I'm not going to like kill myself trying to get to the end. Right. And I'll pick it up once in a while, I'll try a level, realize that I'm rusty because I haven't played in a week. And, but yeah. So recommended then if you like yeah. bashing your head on the wall. Uh, yep. Uh, okay, so the next one, admittedly, I have Sorry, only, I have only played the demo. Uh, this is Yoku's Island Express. Have you tried this demo? Oh, I started the demo. But it's I cool. I didn't get very far in it. It's cool. I got distracted. The demo is maybe 15 minutes long. Um, and so it's on my, so the, as a result of the demo, the game's on my wish list. It's, it's awesome. Uh, or it seems awesome. It seems super fun. Um, it is, again, a Metroidvania-ish kind of game, but it's also a pinball game. Yeah, it's all pinball. Yeah. So you, you're this this little like what are you a cricket or a grasshopper or something yeah and you're rolling around a ball and like a dung beetle almost yeah and uh 
and you 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 hit the flippers every now and then, and uh, it's it's uh yeah, that's how you control the levels and whatnot. Good cut point, right? There. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yo, where the fuck are Yoku's Island Express? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a uh, dung beetle. Yeah, and you're rolling around. You got like different areas you can get to. There's flippers and shit. Uh, <laughs> MC's hyped for carrots. Um, I'll let you know. All right. Uh, so. I'm totally lost, but you unlock different areas and different abilities as you go. This game looks, it's got the same graphical style as like a Rayman Legends. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, It's definitely on my list. I just, uh, I got other shit to do. Speaking of other shit to do, I bought this game because I'm super hyped for it, but I need to get through Cosmic Star Heroine first. The Messenger. Oh, yeah. I want to hear about it. I, I haven't played it. Oh. I just want to throw it out there as another example of how much shit is coming out on the eShop weekly. And this one switches from 8-bit to 16-bit yeah. at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so it's in the style of Ninja Gaiden, and and eventually I guess it morphs into like this Metroidvania because it's an indie game and it has to by law. <laughs> um, the only thing it's not is a roguelike or randomly generated. So, so you, the first half you play through... Like Ninja Gaiden. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. And there's like a time travel element where you time travel from like 8-bit to 16-bit era, right? Which I think is cool, uh, but the game looks amazing, and uh, and all the videos look like it plays awesomely. So I'm super excited for it. I just have to get through Cosmic Star Heroine first. So that's that. I know, there's a long list. Mm-hmm. That's not even touching my backlog that I have on PS4. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are other games that have come out earlier this year, uh, like Celeste. Um, oh, I did play through that. That was yeah, great. Yep, like the uh, uh, Bloodstained 8-bit uh, bit. I uh, started, game. but I didn't finish it. I didn't either, but I think it's great. Yeah, it was I fun. like it a lot. It I played it on my... I haven't played it in handheld mode, but I played it on the big-ass TV. Oh, man, it looks good on that sucker. I wanted to bring God of War over here. Show, oh, yeah. PS4, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, like I said at the top, the Switch is kicking ass on the indie games. There are weeks when I think it's kicking too much ass because I can't keep up. But <laughs> Well, I, I read an article about indie games and how well they sell on the Switch. Yeah, like, like it's nuts. I think Hollow Knight sold double on the switch mm-hmm. than all the other systems combined and yeah. the, no that was that was a different game i think but they because they've been out for a while on other systems but yeah I think but nevertheless i mean you still hear those stories all the time yeah you know that that this game's been on steam for two years we put it on switch a month ago and it's already outsold steam yeah you know it's crazy yeah um it's just such a great option to have it on the go I want Guacamelee 2 to be on Switch so bad. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it will. I don't, well, who knows? Why not? Yeah. Why I the hell not, it, Dave? I hope it does. Why the hell not? I'm kind of holding out because I loved the first one. <sighs> yep. Yep. Um, there's another one. Uh, it, it's uh, Shit, no. I just didn't even finish it. Uh, yeah. It's it's not Valhalla. It's, uh, maybe it is Valhalla. I forget. It it's like a it's a sci-fi adventure game like like a story kind of thing. Christ, I'm forgetting it. Let's just move on because I'm not going to remember <laughs> it. I guarantee. Uh, is it it's cyber something? Ah, shit, Valkyrie. No, no. Anyway, let's move on. All right. All right. That's it. 
That's our that's first. Uh, that's our first like live video stream that we just kind of like, like it's almost held together with scotch tape and. It's close. And, we got these TV trays. <laughs> Sweet ass Target TV trays from like twenty years ago. I had these yeah. before I even lived in this house. And we're, I know and, uh, we're actually recording, so that's good. Yeah, and the camera's like leaning up against a. Uh, a board game box, you and know. The camera is also up. just your phone. It's just my phone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried setting up a real camera before we got started, but I, there's like encoding and all this other gibberish. Oh, I, yeah, I don't even lost. know, man. I, I don't have the skills to pay the bills. So uh, anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. If you couldn't join us, uh, you're probably listening to this in the playback. So, you know, maybe next time. Uh, that it? That's it. That's it. All right. I'm going to shut her down. There it is. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. We're still finding our legs on this, you know. Something we've never done before doing, well, at least not since the old days. We haven't done a live video stream uh, in years. Uh, at least I haven't. I don't know if Dave ever has. Either way, hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, send us your uh, feedback, mailbag at mojomenace.com. Uh, be polite in the reviews or comments on uh, iTunes, will you? Which, speaking of, you can find us at Super the Hardest on uh, iTunes. Uh, you can find us at uh, our forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. And on Twitter, we are at SuperTheHardest. Oh, we're doing something fun in October. I want to get this out quick before I forget. Every Thursday night in October, we are going to do some live video streaming. Uh, we're going to watch horror movies with Dave, and we're going to stream it for your entertainment. Uh, so mark your calendars. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, letting him piss all over my couch in fear. It's going to be great. Uh, that's all I've got for tonight. To Hilden. Don Chichio.